Welcome to Cascade Connects, a podcast focusing on the people and events in the Cascade Collegiate Conference. Here is your host, CCC Commissioner Robert Cashel. Welcome to this week's edition of Cascade Connects. I'm your host, Rob Cashel, Conference Commissioner, and I am joined today by head wrestling coach at Menlo College, Joey Martinez, and student athlete, Logan Avina Barajas. Logan and Joey, thank you guys for joining the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having us. This is a pleasure. Well, Joey, let's jump right into it. You guys are pick number one in our conference, uh, arguably the toughest conference in the NAIA. Uh, talk about, you know, kind of that poll that came out, the respect that the coaches gave you and your program. And, you know, what do you think about that number one ranking and how are you dealing with that in the room? Flattered. You know, I, I feel like, you know, we have a lot of good coaches and wrestling programs in the Cascade. Uh, our, like you said, Rob, the toughest, if not one of the toughest in the country. It was good. It was good to see that we're being recognized by other people outside of our group. Um, but, you know, we we look at the ranking in terms of this is a good starting point, not a good ending point. And we look at it with the guys and say, hey, you know, we still got a lot to do. You know, you can't ride that wave. It's it's important that you stay committed to what our goals are for the year. Um, and we work hard together and make sure that we staying healthy and doing all the right things so that at the end it comes out in our favor. You know, and you talk about the, the toughness of our league and, and you've been on the, the positive side of that three out of our five championship years. Menlo has taken home the title. Um, but talk a little bit about, you know, the battle that goes on to, to actually win that championship. Oh, man, it, it is a battle. I, I feel like our tournament is there's nowhere to run and nowhere to hide. <laughs> you know, it's your matches right out the gate are competitive, tough, close, everything that you can imagine for a fan to be exciting. But for the coaches, I know that it's nerve wracking um, when we're in that tournament, you know, wrestling in those two days. But, you know, it, I think it goes to show that, you know, all of our qualifiers that come out of the tournament, um, all the All-Americans and national champs that come from the Cascade, it just shows that, hey, this is a, a very strong group of teams. Um, I think that we bring a lot to the table. And, you know, wrestling the tournament, who, whoever comes out top, I mean, hats off to them. It's just fortunate for us that we've had, you know, some early success and some good luck um, rubbed on us. And we've you know, we have won it the three of the last five years. So that's exciting, you know, but we're excited about this year. Every year is a different year. Can never sleep on anybody. Um, we're always making sure that we're staying prepared and hoping for the best. And Logan, turning to you a little bit, you're team captain, and uh, I've known Joey now for a number of years, and and I know that you're a team captain uh, for a reason, whether it's the guys in the room that have, have selected you or coaching staff that have faith in you. Talk a little bit about that role and, and how you see your role as, as a team captain. Yeah, it's, that's a great question. I feel that as a team captain myself and our other captains, you know, we are an extension of Coach Martinez because he can't always be there, you know, and at a certain point, we have to hold ourselves accountable and push ourselves because Martinez can't lace up his shoes and get out on the mat with us as much as he would love to. Um, so it's just being there in the everyday battles on the mat with each other, um, making sure to pick up all of our young guys who, you know, maybe they're transitioning to the, the college scene and we're in such a tough conference to where 
if they have one bad match, we have to pick them right back up and we're going to battle again the next day. So I feel like as a captain, our role is just to be there with our guys and just keep our heads going forward and just focusing on the next thing. You talk about coming into the, the Menlo environment, which is, you know, just stacked with history in, in wrestling, right? And uh, one of the best programs in the country. Uh, as a team captain, is there really any way to prepare a freshman or even a transfer coming in to say, hey, guys, this is what this program is like? Or, or do they have to just kind of experience it? Yeah, that's a really good question, Rob. I think it comes with a little bit of both. You know, we can tell the guys like, hey, make sure we're staying on top of our schoolwork because when the season picks up, it gets real hard. Or, hey, make sure we're eating right, feeding our bodies, you know, what we need. Um, but at the same time, you can only say it so much. And so it goes right back to being there with them every single day in class, in practice, saying like, hey, this is what we talked about. This is what Coach Martinez talks about. Like, we have to do the right things again. Um, and so it's a little bit of both. Like, we let everyone know as soon as they commit. We message them, say, welcome to the family. And then as soon as they get on campus, we let them know, like, hey, we're here for, for a reason. Let's take care of business. Um, and then we just one day at a time. Joey, you obviously have had a long history with, with Menlo. Uh, you participated there, were an assistant coach, uh, two-time uh, NAI All-American. Uh, probably have the, the I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, the toughest athletic director in, in the country as in Keith Spataro. Who wouldn't want him in, in uh, an alley fight on their side, right? Uh, but, but talk about uh, just your experience and, and the maturation uh, at Menlo for you. Yeah, it obviously it's been a long journey. You know, all three of those things from a student to now the head coach has, has been a great journey. It's been long, but it's been great. And I've seen a lot of changes here. and A lot of really good things um, over time have come to from the front and it's been helpful for us in the wrestling program. You know, we have really good support with our other teams. You know, I, other teams come to our matches at home and even some on the road. We have really good support with the, with the coaches, head coaches and assistant. Support staff is amazing. Um, obviously, our AD is, is super supportive of wrestling because he's part of it. Um, and, and, and then it goes all the way up to the president. You know, he's he's at our matches. Over time, it, it has helped that we built this the way it has been built to include everybody in our Menlo community and even outside the community. And it's grown to a point where we have people coming to our matches just to see sports um, that not necessarily wrestling fans know nothing about wrestling, but they'll come watch because the excitement that the team brings and the excitement that the matches are and the duels and the tournaments and everything that comes with it. I think that everyone in the community has bought into wrestling, which is crazy to say, um, and it's super supportive. And I've seen it from, you know, a few people in the stands and now hundreds and it's like that all the time. So it's exciting for me to see that um, more so also too, for the guys, you know, they do a lot of things behind the scenes that is preparing them for that seven minutes or that tournament that people get to watch them. But there's a lot that are, is put into it that I think that they get credit, but not enough credit. So anytime that we can promote our program and the guys, for me personally, I think it's really good. And, and it's, it, it makes me proud of them. Logan, talk a little bit about what that, what that's like to go out on the lights and the mat at, at a home match at Menlo. Oh my, it's Rob, it's the best, you know, like Coach Martinez says, you look out in the stands, you see Keith Spataro up front, um, Stephen Weiner, our president out front, all of your classmates, all of our teammates, 
um, tons of supporters, alumni. Um, it's just the best feeling in the world. And every time you get a takedown, you just hear everyone scream three now. Um, it's just the best thing, best feeling. You just get filled with energy and it's just such a great environment to be in. Is there a, is there a place in the league other than at home that you like to go wrestle at where you know, man, this environment is going to be fantastic? When we wrestle Stanford, I think that's exciting for the guys locally because, you know, obviously Stanford's a, a established Division One program. They got a lot of history. Um, we get to wrestle in Maples, you know, on the Pac-12 network. That's exciting. I think for the guys, in my opinion, um, just because we're really close, the San Francisco State duel that we have every year is really exciting. Whether it's there or at home, there's fans everywhere and in Navy and Purple. Um, they know wrestling on both sides. Um, the teams are highly competitive. The crowds are great. People are excited. You know, it, it's just for us in our little small area, I think that it's a good rivalry. It's it's good. It's building good tradition between us. And I think that that one right there for me has been something where it's like I I get up for it. I mean, to get up for all the matches, but that one's really the exciting one. Plus, it it is always at the end of the year. It's our last dual meet of the year. So it's something special. Yeah, that, that, that is a, I had kind of forgotten about that duel that you guys have, and you're right, great history, and, and I'm sure that's just an incredible environment at both places. Joey, we've had, uh, we've, we've had success nationally uh, within our league, individual champions, we've trophied, uh, not very many people have been to get over that mountain of Grandview and then, uh, you know, so, you know, what do we got to do to to make that happen? Um, is it just the stars aligning? Because, I, again, we're one of the strongest conferences, uh, you know, top to bottom. Yeah, I mean, you know, every year it it's easy for anybody to focus on one, two or three teams. I think that when we're looking at as a group or as individual program, we're looking at what we're trying to accomplish. I think that the only thing that you can kind of control is who you have in your room and who's on in your program. I think that, you know, everyone's going to do what they need to do to be highly successful. Grandview obviously has been successful and in, in, in all the years, you know, since I've been the head coach and they, they have a good system. They have a good coaching staff. They have a lot of good things, you know? So instead of, us focusing on them, I think we should, you know, focusing on us and and controlling the controllables within our program is the best thing that we can do to get over the hump. I think if you start focusing on individuals and certain teams, you start to lose track on the bigger picture. So I try to preach that to the guys and we talk about what we can do and how we can get better and get over the hump. And like you said too, you know, to win a national title, it takes a lot of things that go in place, stars line is completely true. You know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that to, to peak at the end of the year. And, you know, hopefully you can win a national title, but controlling what you do and, and focusing on improving yourself within the group, I think is the biggest thing that we can all do to help us get over that. Logan, uh, I want to ask you a question about, uh, about your head coach. To me, all the years I've seen Joey and been around him in our championship and everything, there, there's kind of, you know, there's an intensity, but there's also kind of a chill to him. Joey's, Joey's kind of like, hey, I'm, I'm pretty chill. 
Um, <laughs> but I, is that a, is that because uh, hey, we've done everything we can and we're prepared as much as we can be, or or is is that is that kind of Joey all the time? I think it's a, a little bit of both. You know, we work really hard, and every morning we're in the room at six a.m. We're getting our practice in. We're getting our lifts in. And, you know, we, we're also here to have a good experience. And Coach Martinez makes sure to take care of us. All of our guys up and down our lineup and up and down our room, we know we're, we can trust Martinez, Coach Martinez, and we're completely bought into him. So if he says, hey, let's relax a little bit, just flowing, we're flowing, not even thinking twice about it. If it's like, hey, we're picking it up today, we're picking it up. If it's we're going to go play um, Denny ball on the sand volleyball court, that's what we're doing. We're all bought into him, and we know that we can trust him. So I think it's a little bit of, you know, we, we're all bought into him. Yeah, Coach, I, I know you got that simmer just underneath underneath the surface, but I've always been amazed when you when you're in the room and and you're and your map side that you you know you're you're pretty composed and and um and and you know you're you're coaching and 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 I really have always admired that about you. Thank you. I appreciate it. But Rob, we gotta we, we gotta make something clear. I'm 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 anxious and nervous just like everybody else too. <laughs> I'm anxious and yeah. nervous like I just try to control it as much as I can, but sometimes it comes out. I just try to stay like that. It just for me personally, if I get too too wound up in the match, I lose sight of what we're trying to do. So I try to stay it as much as possible. And one of the things I, I really do try to do is a little different is I try to think out uh things that are not wrestling related so that I can stay like that it may sound weird but it works for me and uh I it blends it goes off to the guys and they feel like that because you know when you're at a match like that or a conference tournament everyone's on edge well what can we do to change that up so they don't feel like that just for a moment and we'll be good that's how that's how I feel like try to keep my mind off something on something else so they can feel the same way yeah well, it, it, it clearly, clearly works because I think, um, and it's true, I think athletes take on the personality of their coaches and their coaching staff. And, and for the most part, I've always seen uh, your guys in the room pretty composed and, and, you know, kind of controlling their emotions. Not always because we're all human, but, um, yeah. you know, that, that happens as well. Uh, Logan, want to talk a little bit about kind of your preparation uh, for for the year. One of the things that I came back into wrestling uh, as the commissioner here, had wrestling as, as an AD a million years ago. What's really changed, and I think for the better, is the health and welfare and the safety of the sport now. So talk a little bit about, you know, kind of your, your progression throughout the year in, you know, making weight and, and staying healthy, staying injury free as much as you can. Yeah. And that's a really important aspect of the sport that I, I feel like gets overlooked really easy. And I feel like I, here at Menlo, they do a really good job of making sure we're aware of those things, you know, making sure we're fueling ourselves right, make sure we're descending our weight down properly so we're not making an unhealthy cut the day before. Um, so for me personally, I'm really bought into our assistant coach, uh, Jeffrey Reimel, uh, his weight descension plan for us. And with that, I feel really healthy, feel good every single week. Um, I'm eating Every day leading up to a competition, I'm not starving myself. Um, I'm seeing our head athletic trainer, you know, pretty much every day, just fine-tuning my body, making sure I'm feeling good. We talk frequently with our head lifting coach, Jess Io, to make sure, you know, our bodies are feeling good. We feel good for our lifts, you know, let them know what our practice looked like in the morning, let them know 
what our upcoming competitions are. And, you know, again, all bias goes back to buying into Coach Martinez. You know, we know that if Coach Martinez has these things in place, they're there for a reason. He's not going to have us do these things just to do them. He wants us to eat a certain way for a reason. He wants us to go get an extra run in for a reason. And, you know, just following the program we have here, it's it's a blueprint. It's up to us to follow it. Joey, your your scheduling has always been kind of a hallmark of, hey, we're going to go and compete at the best tournaments we can get to. We're going to compete against the best that we can. Uh, and, and that hasn't changed. But t- tell me a little bit about that philosophy of of preparing that that group of guys in your room to, to say, hey, we're, we're, we are going to go to the Missouri Valley uh, tournament. We are going to go wrestle the best. Um, and, and how do you use that as, as part of your blueprint? Yeah, I, I think that, you know, uh, preparing the schedule is important on how you actually peak people too. You know, it, it's, you can do, you can always do too much and you always do too little. It's just that fine line of like just doing enough that's going to prepare them for what they need to get prepared for. So I think the way you schedule your, your, your schedule for the whole year, how you prepare for those certain duels or tournaments is important. And, you know, part of the year that that ties in with it is what does your, what does school look like for them? What do breaks look like for them? Like all those I take into account for to make sure that our schedule is built to a way that works for us. It may not work for everybody, but I think for us and how we're prepared and what we're, what our mindset is and what we're trying to accomplish and you know, what we're trying to do internally as Menlo, I think it works great for us. And like Logan was saying, you know, I, uh, I'm truly blessed to have the guys buy in because if they don't have any buy in, you know, I don't know how far you can get with a group of people, you know. So it's it's important that we have a good schedule, we prepare them the right way, taking them to these big tournaments, taking them to these clutch matches and getting them exposed. I think that having them win, lose or, or draw, whatever the case may be, going back to the drawing board and reevaluating what, what you need to work on, what you don't need to work on, what, what's our next move. So putting us out there, I know we travel a lot and I know probably looking at our schedules, like, man, they're going everywhere. And I agree hundred percent, but you know, two things, one, I think it's very needed. And number two, you know, you, you can strategize on who's going where and at what time, you know? So I think there are a lot of things that go into the schedule with making sure that these guys are prepared for that upcoming tournament and year. And I, I think that the guys love what we do in terms of practices and schedules and it works. And like I said, it works for us, you know, and, and I'm not going to change it. I'll make some adjustments, but if it doesn't start working, then I'll change it up. I love our qualification model in the NAIA. I love that we go to our postseason tournament We have X number of slots based on the ratings, but then bottom line is you still got to go out there and earn it, right? And I I love that. Uh, Can you talk a little bit, Joey, about over the last three or four years, and you've been involved in this because you go to the National Coaches Convention, you're involved nationally, just about how the NAI has elevated uh, not only the number of wrestlers at the national tournament, but how we're getting there. And we're really, in my mind, I think we're getting the best of the best at that tournament. We are. I mean, I, I, you know, hats off to the coaches that are involved with, you know, pushing forward our legislation with our qualification systems. I think that, you know, there's always something that could be changed or modified or debated on why it could be better. But I think that collectively that our qualifying system is really good. I think 
that we can we come in and we put our best foot forward you know obviously we're growing you know in the last couple of years we've been growing in te- in terms of teams which in turn grew our national tournament and you know at first i was a little worried about maybe it's going to be watered down but it's not it it's hitting the ground and there's so many good matches from round 1 to the finals you know so i think all the conferences are you know they're they're getting better and better in terms of quality of wrestlers, everybody. Um, I think that the it's getting tougher and tougher, even though we've expanded our qualification in, you know, in the past couple of years. And, you know, you see it at the tournament, you know. And again, you may not see it if you've only been here for in the NAI for a couple of years, but I've been here for a while and I've seen, you know, what eight years looked like ago and then what, what now looks like. And I think that we've made some big strides and it is, it is exciting. It is exciting to go through that journey to the conference tournament, to the national tournament, see all Americans, see national champions. And it's a hard journey, but I think that our system is really good. Coaches have done a good job putting stuff together. Yeah, I agree. And it, it's interesting at our conference tournament, probably round one, you know, everyone's pretty loose, everything, but boy, that intensity level uh, just starts almost immediately once we once we get going and then by the finals man the intensity is off the charts at our conference tournament i love it yeah it's it's like uh you know like like a gladiator pit you know we go in there and it's just here we go everyone's going and it's just like all right while we're here see what happens logan i want to ask you a question um somewhat wrestling related but it's part of the program part of the blueprint uh, Menlo, Menlo Men's Wrestling has won our team of character award a couple of different times. And I know servant leadership and the things you do outside of the wrestling room are really, really important and part of, uh, really part of the culture and the fabric of your program. Can you talk a little bit about, about that and, and your community involvement? Yeah, absolutely. That's a, a key staple in our program here is our involvement not only on the wrestling mat, but outside in our community. You know, Coach Martinez lets us know when we commit and sign here, like, hey, I'm going to ask a lot from you, but I'm also going to give you a lot. So just buy in and enjoy the ride. And, you know, we're helping out our community, you know, local veterans move into new houses or whether we're helping with our toy drive that our school is doing, you know, today, actually. Um, Everyone's bought in and everyone's enjoying it and everyone's, you know, the relief you can see when you help out your community just it, it's such an amazing feeling to have and we wouldn't have the opportunity i feel anywhere else other than here at menlo and uh it's it's really important and all the guys know how important it is it's just as important as the wrestling aspect of it because we're a firm believer here at menlo that you have to be thriving in all areas of your life you can't slack in one department or else it's going to carry over to the wrestling and we're all bought into that philosophy. And Joey, where did that community service uh, originate with you? Is that, is that something that you've had your entire life, or was it something you were exposed to when you were wrestling? Or you know that that let's face it, that's a huge part of your program. Yeah, um, I, I want to say that it started when I started wrestling here at Menlo. You know, we started doing some community service projects with you know Coach Pitaro leading the way. Um, but I, I really feel that in two, like in 2017, 16, uh, I met a coach. He's no longer with us. He's at another school. He's at Linfield in Oregon, uh, coach S and he, I mean, him sat down and he was like, Hey, I, I'm, I'm interested in doing this. I have no idea what, what it's going to look like. 
Um, but what do you think? And I was like, cool, let's, I don't know either, but let's work it out. And we started sitting down and putting together a blueprint of what our leaders should look like, what our program should look like, what our community service and giving back to what should look like. And we developed, you know, a program that I still keep somewhat, you know, modified it now, but, you know, we've developed the program to build character within the guys. And part of it is how to give back, you know, and We've done so many different things, you know, bike-a-thons, raising money for cancer, raising money for homeless, moving veterans, moving elderly, toy drives, gifting uh, wrestling shoes to the Colombian wrestling national team. Like, you name it, we've done it. And it started with Coach S. So it's now turned into this big monster, a good monster, where we're doing so many different things. And like Logan said, you know, I'm really upfront with the guys. Like, hey, I want to win as much as you guys, if not if not more, add everyone together. I think that's how much we want you. I want to win, but it's also important to be grateful for where you're at in your, in your life and make sure that you're actually giving back because, you know, with these guys, especially, you know, the, the guys in the program, they, they tend to forget not on purpose, but how they got there and who helped them get to where they need to be. And sometimes people need help and sometimes people you need to give back and I feel like that's super important, being grateful. And, you know, that's one of our words that we preach in our in our program with the character building is gratitude. You know, we ha- we talk about who how being grateful. And and sometimes I forget, too. You know, I just I get caught up in the day and practice and you forget about being grateful. So, you know, one of the things that we do to realign ourselves with the whole community service projects and, you know, why we're actually doing things is being grateful. Like, what are you grateful for today? And it's simple something that you know i had a really good breakfast i don't know you know i i i was able to drive my car to practice I, something that gives back so they can realign because you know like i said this life gets busy you go to school you go to practice you study you have all these things and you, you tend to forget about stuff especially when you don't have your immediate family here so that you know when we're a family here we have to remind ourselves and each other of, hey it's important to be successful on the map, but it's also important to be a good person off. Well, uh, you know, I, I read uh, I read a quote from a, in a leadership book. It talked about student athletes graduate traditions never do right, and and that could be bad traditions as well as good traditions. And and clearly, you have a, a good tradition and, and a good uh, blueprint there with your with your. Uh, community service. Want to want to wrap up with uh, with a final wrestling question, Coach. Uh, we know the polls came out. You're picked number one in the league. Uh, you saw the poll. Southern was two. I think Northern was three. Um, you know, is there somebody in that poll where you know, based on the coach or maybe some of the recruits that they have or returners, where you're thinking? Man, we we kind of we're sleeping on them a little bit. They they could be really give us a, a run for the money. Honestly, Rob, I mean those teams that you mentioned are you, you can never sleep on them team. Those teams, I I honestly think that there's no one in our conference that should be really sleeping on and, and looking over, because the minute that happens, it can snowball into you taking you being in the polls number one to number four really quick. And it'd be the individual that gets that snowball negatively the wrong way, or it can be a, a group, a team in a duel where you, you know, overlook somebody and you lose. So to me, I I think that when I go and wrestle and duel meets or in tournaments with 
with our Cascade teams, I'm always aware or try to be always aware of making sure that we're ready to go and prepared. So I, I tend not to like look at just one or two teams. I'd look at the whole and say, okay, what do we need to do to make sure that we're ready? Because we don't want to be having a off weekend and it affects us later on down the road. Coach, what's next on your schedule? And, and Logan, what's next on your schedule in terms of the meet that you're going to participate in next? The, the next thing um, we have is national duels. We'll, we'll be going to national duels in the beginning of January and I'm going to speak for Logan. He'll be coming with us also. So um, we've never been to national duels since I've been the head coach. Just fun fact there. Um, just since this is our last dance with the NAI and the, and the Cascade, which is going to be bittersweet, you know, we decided, hey, this is, we want to do this and, and give the, and a good experience for the guys to wrestle at, though, at that level in actual dual meet format. So I'm excited about it. I, I know the guys are, are too. I think that it will be it will be fun and interesting. You know, obviously we're going to be ready to go, but I'm I'm just trying to enjoy the experience with these guys because we're not going to be able to get it back. Well, and you mentioned uh, last dance with the NAIA and the Cascade, and uh, you know decisions are made, and we understand that decisions are made for for lots of reasons. Menlo is transitioning to NCAA Division Two after this year, and I will tell you, Joey and Logan, you will be missed in the Cascade and the NAIA, and we're. We're certainly sorry to see you go, but we're glad we get you for one more year. Well, Coach and, and Logan, thank you guys for joining the podcast. We wish you nothing but the best of luck this season. Can't wait for our conference uh, tournament. We'll be at Eastern Oregon University February 16th and 17th, and, and uh, it will for sure be intense. On behalf of our director, Courtney Blummer, I'm your host, Rob Cashel. Thank you for joining in. On behalf of director Courtney Blummer and host Robert Cashel, thanks for tuning in to Cascade Connects, the official podcast of the Cascade Collegiate Conference, 15 championships, and over 3,000 student-athletes. This is the CCC.